shoot. Hello? Hey. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't expect that. All right. <laughs> Every time. Hi. Hey, guys. Hola. Hello. Can you hear me all right? I'm on my AirPods. Oh, you sound really good. Well, good thing they good thing they have the uh, noise cancellation, so you sound terrific. Oh, <laughs> hi. Good. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're great. We're awesome. Yes, we are. Hey, thank Sweet. you for uh, our show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Awesome. Welcome. Oh well, I'll, I'll start it. I guess. Yes, let's, let's go. We can start now. Yes, let's go. Hey. So, welcome. To the Power Friendship Podcast, episode. Thank you. Fifty-nine. Wait, 60, sixty. Sixty. Oh, I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm terrible. It's okay, bro. It's okay. I, no worries. All right, episode, 90, and we have a special guest today. And introduce yourself, guest. I'm Lorena Abreu. Do you want me to say more, or just? Oh. Like <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you have more? <laughs> you have more? Oh. Yeah, um, uh, no, that's me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right, we have a special guest. They do really awesome things. We're gonna talk. They're like a, like a um. How do I describe this? Like a like a, the coolest way. The, like a power ranger in real life. Like the goes. Like, oh, you're too kind. <laughs> in real life, it's like my dream power ranger. But they like they do it in real life. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. She's a, she's a true ninja warrior. Yes. yes. No, I, I'm definitely I'm definitely not. I've never done ninja warrior. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But you oh, saved no, the multiverse. No, I, I don't. I don't plan on it. <laughs> but you saved the multiverse. Like you've done a lot. Uh, I, thank you so much. In, in the research, <laughs> I I helped run around a little bit. <laughs> hey. All right. So well, yes. So I saw your uh, I saw your post and I was like, oh, you're so cool. And then I got like kind of obsessed and I was like, whoa, you do flips, and you and you run off. There. Like, yo, this is really dope. This is the coolest thing ever. You got like the coolest job in the world. No way. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys. I was like, yo, this is sick. So first, I, we, I've got to ask you the well, the, the boring question. Boring question. How'd you get into it? Like, I, I'm sure you get that a lot. Like, I don't be like, how'd you? Get no, it's all, it's all good. It's interesting because i always intended to work in film like when i was a little kid i would shoot movies using my parents vhs camera and like force my little neighbors to be my actors and always make my brother be the villain that they had to fight oh. <laughs> and so i went to film school when i graduated from high school i went to full cell university in orlando and oh. i was a whole adult i was there that i heard about this thing called parkour Day. and it became a hobby and then it became an obsession really quickly. I started out after college working as a video editor, but after that I landed some auditions at Universal Studios. I did three shows there and then started getting uh, asked to perform for, it's weird, it was like random corporate events. It was like rich CEOs wanting to spice up their company retreat PowerPoint with like people doing parkour. It was the weirdest freaking thing. Um, but yeah, and then, yeah, I ended up doing parkour for some commercials. And then I was in a couple of reality shows. And then I, they needed a parkour girl for a stunt. And then I got into stunts that way. But stunts didn't really, really pick up for me until like October last year with the Doctor Strange reshoots. Ah, nice, nice. Okay, so being a stunt person, like, what is like the um, the scariest part of being a stunt person? Well, I don't know. I'm kind of scared all the time of a lot of things. <laughs> On Doctor Strange, uh, it was a lot of wires. I was in a harness, uh, very, very, very frequently. Maybe more days than not, <laughs> and mm. it's completely opposite physics from parkour, which is already scary. <laughs> So I, there was a bit of a learning curve because uh, it was ratchets to wrecks. I was either rehearsing other people's stunts or like the, the when Doctor Strange and America portal out into the rooftop that has grass and they enter that universe where everything is all flowery and weird mm -hmm. and he throws up, that ratchet onto the roof 
was hanging over my head the whole shoot. I was so scared of it, but oh my god, okay. They 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 trained me and uh, made sure I had a rehearsal, made sure I wore a helmet, went into giant pads until I had it locked down. So the fear is mental. Uh, stunts has definitely, and especially more now, <laughs> more so than it used to be. Uh, the overwhelming majority of stunt coordinators make sure everything is extremely safe. So when I talk about being scared, it's, it's purely mental. <laughs> Obviously there is risk involved with everything, but it, everyone does their best to mitigate it, mitigate it best they can. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. That's cool. Oh man. Did you, all right. Did you comics or anything for the, like for the role or anything that we doing the stunt stuff or anything? Like, did you like know anything about the character that you were playing? Oh, well, yeah, as as soon as I got a, a phone call saying that they were looking for, um, you know, someone with my stature that did parkour, I called my brother, because my brother, Leander, he is the, the biggest Marvel fan. <laughs> and he's read all the comics. So he gave me the lowdown on America's character. And I also looked it up, read about her. And it was really cool because there was also producers on set. There was a producer named Richie, who he was particularly passionate about bringing America's character to life in a way that did her justice and did the Latin American community justice. So I also got a lot of insight from him and it was really, really cool. And obviously I love the Marvel. I'm not as big a fan as my brother. I haven't read all the comics, but I, you know, like everyone else, I've seen all the movies and loved them and had a heart attack at the thought of working with these people. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, man. So I was like, oh, American Time is a pretty dope jacket. It's so dope. It's dope. I had to, yeah. I had to get it. It was dope. Oh, the jacket? Yes. Yes, I did. I bought it. Yes. Well, it's sick. It's sick. He, he had to get it custom made. Dude's a titan. That's awesome. Yeah, the jacket. Oh, <laughs> the jacket that wardrobe made had scribbled on it. Obviously not actually scribbled, but they made it look as though it was scribbled with Sharpie or something. A lot of sentences and phrases in Spanish that were very lovely. <laughs> oh, man. Did you get one? Do you, do you have it like your own? No. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we got to get you one. We got to get you one or something. Gotta, this, is, this, is, oh. this is the issue. We Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I'll I'll probably get one. I love cosplaying, but I feel like it would be corny to cosplay as someone that I double. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's like acceptable in the stunt community or not. I don't know if people are gonna look at me off. But cool. now I'll definitely get a jacket for myself. <laughs> be sick. Oh, that'd be cool. There's, you got to be a video about that, don't you? Like, you gotta be, like, come on. Like, how that that has to happen. Now it has to happen. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, cool. So you say cosplay? Who, who like who have you cosplayed? Well, most recently, Froppy, but I couldn't figure out the wig. It oh, it was what it was. I'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> <I'll figure it. laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Froppy's dope. Froppy's dope. Froppy's dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and I also want to say that Sochi Gomez, uh, the actress who played America, she's also incredibly badass. I got to train parkour with her. She had already, oh, fun fact. The girl who doubled her for principal photography that shot over in England, uh -huh. her name is Pamela Forster. And she's actually a longtime friend of mine. She is one of the women who first inspired me when I started doing parkour. What? Awesome. Yeah, I, I looked to her videos and I wanted to be like her when I was starting parkour. And so she, Aww. yeah, she, she's legendary in the parkour community and she doubled America Ch Chavez in principal photography in England. And she also trained uh, Sochi in doing parkour herself. And I got to train with Sochi more during reshoots. And she also does wushu, Sochi. She is super cool and she's incredibly nice. I feel like she embodies the character really, really mm. well, like inside and out. Mm. Oh, that's so badass. That's so badass. <laughs> that's so badass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you said you did cosplay. What's like your dream cosplay? My dream cosplay? Oh, I, I don't make my cosplays. <laughs> I don't have the skill and I don't have the time. It's not so I order from very talented people on Etsy, and I got a 
a Korra costume that I'm very excited Ooh, about. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be nice. That's going to be nice. But I forgot it at home. I'm actually in Canada working right now. And I went to Anime North here, but I forgot my... I, I like took the wrong bag. I left my Korra cosplay. Oh. <laughs> but I haven't worn it yet. <laughs> okay, sick, sick, sick. Okay. So you're a big fan of like anime and cartoons and stuff? Oh, yeah, of course. What's your top five? Your top five. Ooh, top five? I mean, obviously, Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. And I'm not even going to get into the discussion of whether it's an anime or not. It's just, it's up there. Oh. <laughs> okay, we're not judging. We're not judging here. <laughs> oh. Attack on Titan, I've watched the whole show like four times. And even my parents are big fans oh. <laughs> of Attack on Titan. Okay. Um, let's see. In terms of all time. Oh, Fruits Basket. Fruits Basket. Oh, that's a cl- pretty much. Oh, oh, yeah. That that pretty much shaped my entire perception of relationships and reality as a whole. Oh. Like I would wait every summer for those books to come out. <laughs> <laughs> For the next volume. Fruit Bass is OG. Fruit Bass is good. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. No, when they finally animated the entire story, oh my goodness, my friend. Like, those Instagram lives are still on my account. <laughs> I just streamed <laughs> myself watching it. <laughs> I was crying. It was beautiful. Oh, man. Cool. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Do you, um... Yeah. Uh, wait. Okay, it's Fruit Basket. You said Taco Titan and Korra. And... Yeah. Yeah. Avatar The Last Airbender and Korra. Teen Titans has to be way up there. That was very, very good. And it was a classic too. That's a good one. That's a good. Who's your favorite? Yeah, Titan. Oh, Starfire. Well, oh. Raven. In terms of like, I want to look and act and be cool like Raven. But especially when I read like some of the the comics, some of the old comics like from the eighties. I think the eighties. Nice. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you're right. But the you're right. You yeah the the Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. I think her character is just beautiful. Uh, just her her optimism her attitude how that doesn't is not uh contradictory at all to the way she's written to the way that she absolutely kicks ass and (laughs) and wrecks people when she needs to yes yeah Yeah. she's just wonderful one of the goats yes Oh man! Yeah, and obviously Beast Boy was my boyfriend in middle school. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, when I found out his name was Garfield, I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, no, and of course I love Demon Slayer and my hero, okay. but yes, yeah, yeah. I've got I've got my gripes with them, but oh, I, no. I still love them. Great, my hero. Oh my goodness! So easy, like, yeah, no, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Just the the sexualizing of children. Oh man, grab grabbing fucking thirteen year old boobs. That was what, like, the fifth fucking episode when they were fighting in (laughs) in uh, uh, USJ or wherever. Uh, And it's not just the sexualizing of women. The women just like aren't written like Yaya Rozu almost had like almost had like a cool little character arc like that one those couple episodes she was doing a class exercise with Todoroki mm-hmm. but the women are stupid they're all stupid <laughs> and including Froppy like all of so many of the male characters get really compelling fleshed out arcs characters right they have and they have arcs even the fucking food sorry <laughs> i don't know no you're good no you're good you're good okay cool right. even the fucking food guy the guy with the food quirk had a compelling character arc and a well-established character with motivations yes my hero we're like if it's... like the way i judge it if if a character walks into a party how do they act if they are not well fleshed out i don't really know mm. but if they are then I can predict what they would do. Right. You know, mm-hmm. based on yeah. what's been established and how they've grown. Well, the, and the it, thing you remember like the about... big, <laughs> in the Lamillion arc, you remember the big three? One of them's a girl. Yep. We don't know anything about her. She just makes weird voices. Unless she's like the monster or whatever, but it's like, I'm like, bro, like, what are we doing? Like, there's there's no way that they like have these many like female characters and not like flesh them out like that. Like, what are we doing here? Like, well, I think yeah, it's because that, it's shown. 
Shonen. Oh yeah, Shonen. But Shonen just like I was like, come on. Man. That's that's just not an excuse anymore. You look well, at no, Attack I, on I, Titan. Like no, you're we, right. They've you're, proven you're right. it doesn't matter. Yeah, but I but that's the thing. At the same, t- I'll criticize all the things that I feel like I want to criticize, but I still love the show and i think it's mm-hmm. like that's how good it is that in spite of those things watch it and it's very compelling <laughs> yeah like it's, no it just, i still just, love that show a lot of like jap like a lot of people just don't know a lot of those corporations in japan they are mm-hmm. very old school conservative those people do not give up their positions until the moment they die so yeah and it's it's a whole different culture from there than than here. But like you said, like we have like compelling stories from Attack on Titans and even Demon. It's literally the the one thing that I absolutely hate about my hero and a lot of other anime I personally mm-hmm. can't get into is the perverted piece of shit characters. I hate that shit. Yeah. That trope is so god awful. It's like yeah. Thank God, thank God, we got out of that from like comic book movies and stuff. Like, cause that shit's yeah. cringe as hell. But like reading that on in your favorite anime, and then like mm-hmm. you have people laugh about it. It's just like that shit is whacking yeah. corny. Like Minetta's stupid. Minetta is stupid. Yeah, no, no, he should be gone in a race. I mean, first off, I mean, just design wise, he's terrible yeah. looking. No, it's, yeah, character. especially because yeah, especially because little kids are watching these shows. True. Part of what makes yeah. them so good is that these shows are literally just as appealing to adults as they are to little kids. That's good. That's really good writing. But that also means these little kids are watching all of that and it's just being established as more or less normal in this context. <laughs> hey, my hero, be better. We still love you. Be better. Yeah. Yeah, right. You can, like it it would be these problems are so easy to fix. Yes. They nail everything that other shows fail at. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like when it comes to their world building, uh not hitting a youtuber described it as developing the power system and everyone's goals as not hitting a power ceiling too soon forgot the name of the youtuber but it was a great video um they like they excel in everything that other shows fail at these fixes would be so easy be so easy yeah yeah, yeah. My potential x-men potential okay maybe as big yeah maybe yeah or <laughs> i think they could x-men's a little complicated right now but it's fine it's totally fine Okay. <laughs> okay. They're, they're not going to go off the rails like that, but I see it. I see. I see the vision. I see the vision. We still love these with their flaws. Yes. <laughs> yep. yep. Krakoa, X Men. I mean, I love you too. But it's too many, too many things. I have to read. It's fine. It's okay though. I'm not bitter. We're fine here. I think you sound a little bit, just a bit. Okay. But... <laughs> so, so I have a question. Yes. So you being the parkour. That's amazing. I, that's a, that's something I've always wished I was better at. But seeing all your videos and even some of the, the bruises and scars you got, but you just keep on getting up, and I applaud you for that. So with uh, with uh, these two actors in my mind right now, with Jackie Chan and Tom Cruise, like how do you like feel knowing that these men are like in their 60s doing these stunts? Does that give you hope to be like, all right, I could do this for way longer and possibly better. But the fact that these old cryptid people are doing it, it's just mind boggling for me personally. But like, how does, how, I don't, I don't know because uh, the, the, the whole field of uh, stunt double doesn't really get talked about. And I think the only movie that really talked about it was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with uh, Brad Pitt's character. But mm-hmm. like, do you have any admirations or like any like actors that you look up to that possibly do their own stunts, or would you like to give praises to other stunt uh, stunt stunt doubles out there? Because that's just oh, something absolutely. that we don't personally know. No, absolutely. I mean, well, for me personally, in parkour and the way a lot of people in parkour train, the the aim is longevity. Like the peop- a lot of people, of course, injuries happen like they do in any other sport. But most of parkour is very, very much sustainable. And I I fully intend to be doing parkour at whatever capacity I can when I'm 90. 
And okay. fun fact, my, my mom's building a parkour gym in South Texas, and we're going to have a softcore parkour class for seniors and people who want a low impact option. So That's I'm awesome. always going to be moving. That's not even a question. But uh, yeah, another fun fact, Jackie Chan directly influenced the creation of parkour in the first place. The mm -hmm. Yamakaze. Uh, mm -hmm. Sebastian Foucault and David Bell and the other guys who developed what became parkour in France. I'm going to butcher this, the art du placement. <laughs> it's supposed to be said something along those lines. Uh, they, they said that they were influenced that by Jackie Chan. He was one of their inspirations. So in a way, I do absolutely consider Jackie Chan as one of the, the godfathers of parkour. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's a legend and he still inspires a lot of athletes to this day because it's not it's not just his his stunts it's everything about him his vibe his his comedy the the joy that you just perceive from <laughs> from him doing these crazy things now I'm not trying to break every bone in my body like Jackie Chan did but <laughs> well you well you have you That's have many years you have many years to try yeah, I definitely, I <laughs> I'm definitely not gonna try. But no, let me stop. Yeah, let me it's stop. funny because I actually, yeah, I actually just recently was looking at some old Jackie Chan clips for an insider video, and you know he's doing extremely sketchy things, and in real, sorry, that was my uh, dryer. He's doing extremely sketchy things, and in real life, he's like jumping to fabrics and stuff. You see, you're not gonna catch me or. Most people who do parkour doing that. <laughs> Everything is very much over the years. It's developed into a very solid discipline with proper techniques and <laughs> methods of training. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you do. Have, you do have those psychos like Jackie Chan and Tom Cruise that will just be like, "Let me just jump off from the tallest thing and land here perfectly." Those, those are rare. In few. <laughs> I get you. I get you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it's not not worth it. No, that ain't it. But but stunts, yeah, stunts is different. I might have to do things in stunts that obviously I would never do in parkour. But this is what I want to do, and it comes with that risk, yeah. and I'm all in. Okay, I have a question. My friend wanted to ask, how would you get like started into this? Like, how would you do it? Like, you're like, I'm I'm just be a stunt person. How do I? How would I? How would I start? That's a lovely question, and. I'll start off by saying that I wrote a series of articles on my website on lorenaparkour.com. Hey. Uh, I'm not paid for them or anything, so <laughs> I'm not ashamed to just like say it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a series of articles of how to, they're called how to make money doing parkour, but it's pretty much how to get into live shows and stunts. And you, you can apply this to any skill set you have. So in these articles, I discuss first of all, branding yourself and, um, this is, it isn't necessary to have a presence on social media, but it definitely helps. And then how to format your resume, how to create a show reel, what people look for in stunt reels, and how to, how to find auditions for live shows, if that's something that interests you or if you just want to do stunts, how to get into stunts. And in order to do stunts for big TV and film, you have to be SAG-AFTRA, you have to be union in the United States. You guys are in the US, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's because I'm in Canada at the moment. <laughs> but they, uh, one of the ways to get into SAG-AFTRA is by getting hired as background in, in film and TV and you accumulate a certain amount of vouchers and then you're eligible and then you have to pay into the union, which is a pretty sizable fee. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm sorry if I'm kind of all over the place. Oh, no, I guess no, definitely, you're, you're fine. I guess definitely, and stunts is all networking. Like, it's not one of those things where you go online and you see that there's an audition and you apply for it. That does happen, but that's not the overwhelming majority of stunts. It's all networking, it's all who you know. It's someone showing up to Jam, which is uh, a gym where a lot of stunt people train in Los Angeles joining all movement it's someone showing up to joining all movement asking around saying hey i need someone this height this uh this uh, skin tone with this skill 
and I'll be like, oh yeah, I know this guy and I can vouch for him. That's how you get work in stunts. The overwhelming majority of the time. Or, you know, they'll post, stunt coordinators will post in Facebook groups. <laughs> so if you're just, just starting, I kind of went all over the place, sorry. If you're just starting, develop your skills, right? Develop your martial arts skills, learn how to fall, you know, pratfalls, learn how to wreck. There's YouTube videos that can teach you these things. Make sure you learn in a safe environment and it's even better if you can learn from someone who's very experienced and can teach you. But you can learn on your own. And see if you have a specialty, like my specialty is obviously parkour and having a specialty helps. It helps you stand out. Um, some people are trickers, some people are martial arts masters, some people, if you ride a motorcycle, oh man, do they need people who ride motorcycles and stunts. <laughs> <laughs> You can get into stunt driving, but stunt driving classes are pretty expensive. I imagine you can learn on your own from someone. Stunt driving technique. Um, those are all skills that are helpful and applicable to stunts. And that's the main thing stunt coordinators care about when they see your resume. More than even looking at anything you've done before, they're looking at your skills. And you better be able to do everything that's on your resume because if you put something on there that you're not actually that good at and someone finds out you are done my guy you are a joke Damn. so yeah so develop your skills try and go places where you know other stunt people go train network shoot things on your own on your phone however you can shoot fights shoot wrecks shoot whatever skills you have and put together a reel and if you can if you're able to get yourself on uh, stunt databases online. You usually pay a monthly or annual fee. There is stunt listing, there's stunt phone. I've gotten a, a job through stunt phone before. Uh, there is iStunt. And the full list of all of these is on my website. Hey. And once you've gotten you know, enough money, also start building your stunt bag. So every stunt person has to bring their own pads and they also need to have pads for actors. So you need to have double of almost everything you have and have a set that's only for actors that stays clean at all times. And I also have that list of all the pads you need and where you can buy them on <laughs> my website. Oh, that's love. That's love. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, of course. Because I think right now I feel like the community's at a place where everyone's very collaborative. The vibe, in my opinion, of all the stunt people I know in LA, pretty much almost everyone is super down to help each other succeed and help others get into it. But I feel like, I don't know, like there was an, an air of secrecy or elitism, at least before. Mm -hmm. And I'm not about that. I wrote these articles almost out of spite because it was really hard for me to find all this information on my own. I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell you exactly how you get into love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah. We don't gatekeep here, okay? Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's sad. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Thank you so much. No, of course. Okay, question. All right, listen. Please tell me you have this audition to be a Power Ranger. Like, why have you? Why have you done this? I have. I what? did an acting audition for Power Ranger once, though. It was an acting audition. Oh, which one? Oh, well, you're, 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 oh, I don't know. It was just an audition for <laughs> Power Rangers. I didn't get it though, but it was fun. <laughs> look, look, listen, man. Look. It was a virtual audition. Oh. Ah, oh, virtual. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't in person. Most most auditions are virtual these days. Oh. Callbacks can be in person. Oh, cool. Okay, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta be a partner eventually. Like at some point. Like this is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. One of my Taekwondo instructors, uh, Pete, with uh, Simon Reed Taekwondo. He he's an OG Power Ranger. Wait, which one? Do I, I don't know actually. That and that's bad that I don't know. I'm looking. I'm looking at him right now. Uh, His name is. Uh, he's Stunt Pete on Instagram. I feel like and he's I actually know who this is, but it's fine. Freaking legend, Taekwondo. Oh, yeah. oh, so you know and, what martial huh? arts? Huh? What martial arts do you know? 
Yeah, so I grew up doing karate. And after Dr. Strange, I wanted to really work on all of my other skills to be a more well-rounded stunt performer. But I also was looking for a martial arts teacher anyways, because I miss martial arts. I, I like the, the discipline. And so I joined Simon Ree Taekwondo. Simon Ree, he's pretty much the guy to take Taekwondo from in LA. He is also a stunt coordinator. He's a legend. He's a Kwangjang name. He's a seventh degree black belt. He was pretty much there at the inception of Taekwondo in the United States. And he's also a stunt coordinator. He hired me for American Horror Stories, which is fun. Wait. Oh. Yeah. Whoa, what's so I started American Horror Stories. Uh, yeah, the first the anthology. episode. That's just out. Yeah, I did a, really? a little stunt there. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's on Hulu right now. Yeah. 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 And I saw the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doubled the lovely Emily Morales Cabrera. Yeah. Oh, that's... we we look really similar. <laughs> we look like twins. <laughs> but you see, uh, I didn't like the first the first season because I felt like it was just a comedy. But now I have a reason to watch this one. I was like, oh yeah, no, it, was, to her. <laughs> it was just that one stunt in that one episode. But yeah, Simon Ree, I started Taekwondo with him in January, and I mm -hmm. realized that the karate I did growing up was actually just Taekwondo. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. I, a lot of i guess a lot of people were just slapping karate on whatever martial arts they were teaching because you know mm. americans didn't really know the other names of martial arts oh man so cool. that's so cool that's so cool oh man so what's like uh like your favorite set that you've been on like so far oh the set itself mm -hmm. dr strange Ooh. uh I mean, it was insane, giant green screen world. Then they built that beautiful rooftop with the, with the flowers and stuff in that universe. <laughs> and the Sanctum Sanctorum. So we're, um, what do they call him? Evil Strange, where the Strange versus Strange fight happened. Oh, man. Oh, you were there. What do they call him? The interior. Yeah, all of that was in a soundstage in Manhattan Beach. And it was stunning the the amount of detail was insane i feel like every single little trinket must have been unimaginably expensive but i guess this strange in this universe was kind of a hoarder because it was a mess and all creepy and it was beautiful so cool. but right now on the horror of dolores roach uh, that's what i'm working on right now it's based on it's a live action adaptation of a podcast that's on Spotify right now. Okay. So you can actually go listen to it. It's called The Horror of Dolores Roach. Okay. It is so messed up. I actually couldn't get past the, missed the fifth episode. <laughs> <laughs> the creator of the podcast is the showrunner for the show, which is amazing. Oh. And they've built the most incredible set on this soundstage. They built an apartment like a full on creepy, dingy uh, Latin American apartment, like an actual, the full floor plan with removable walls. So they can just take a wall off to put a camera in. Oh my God. And they built the, um, the empanada shop where things go down, empanada loca. They built the actual shop like to scale with a door that opens to an actual alleyway in the back. They built an alleyway, New York alleyway. It's, it's ridiculously cool. <laughs> so <dope>. Oh man, <laughs> that's so fun. Oh man, yeah. I would, so did you, so you met Sam Raimi and all that stuff. Oh man, yeah. He is so sweet. He is like I wanted the movie to do really well, just like. To reward him he's like the nicest most gentle collaborative <laughs> director hey. and, and so it was his uh first ad yeah no sam Raimi was absolutely wonderful he was super kind and i'm glad i got a picture with him before i left <laughs> oh 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 man okay all right so i got an interesting question. so as a part chorus um Benny. Oh no, it cut out. Did he go? Benny. Hello? Benny? Is he here? I'm here. Hello? He he disappeared. No. 
Betty. <laughs> As a parkourist, what? <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> no. Oh man. Oh. Oh no, he's gone, gone. It's, I don't know if he's gone, gone. I, I I'll try to get him back. All right, Benny, I'll get you back. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, what is he about to say? I said, oh, he's about to say something dope. Then like, it, it's cut off. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't just me. Okay. Um, I'll see what he's. Oh, hope, he, hope he comes back, please. I, I hope it works. This work. This should work. This should work. I'm not do this. I do. <laughs> All right. It's fine. Plan B. Plan B. Okay. <laughs> So, with your stunts, um, how do you still like we practice every day, or do you just take like a like a day off? It's like you do every day, every day thing. Oh, uh, no, I practice really often, and sometimes it's a problem. Yeah, no, I I train like six days a week. <laughs> oh wow! But it's not because you have to. I just I'm very restless, and it's also what I enjoy doing. Okay, There's lots of really really fun things to do, and I want to do all of them. <laughs> and like the, I see you, I see you make some gains, make some gains deal here. Okay, so what's your like your fitness routine like? Thank you. Yeah. So in the in the morning, I always do my morning condition. My morning conditioning is non negotiable. Like oh. it doesn't matter if my call time is five. I will wake up at like three thirty and I'll do it. Uh, oh. I do. I always do a Pilates video by Move with Nicole. She has the best YouTube ever. And Pilates has just leveled me up because any any weakness that you could have had anywhere, anything that wasn't firing before, Pilates is like mostly planks. So it gets it. I'm so much stronger now because it, it just obliterated like the 1% of auxiliary muscles I might have not been using before. And I'm now I'm so way stronger at for, everything. For so sorry um, about getting booted out i also do a lot of knee hab do a lot of the knees over toe toes guys stuff and i love so i love doing single leg romanian deadlifts on like a bosu ball with dumbbells i've always done that the single single and single leg romanian deadlifts sorry oh god <laughs> yeah i want to so, get oh i want to get to and, that. yeah and like once or twice a week, I'll do uh, a hit, just a routine from Instagram, a high intensity interval training. Okay. Just like literally like 25 minutes. That's not and bad. yeah, so that's usually my morning conditioning. Like I'll do Pilates, maybe I'll do hit, and then I'll do kneehab. And that's the morning for me. And then afterwards, I'll have two or <laughs> I'll have one or two other training sessions. It's either parkour or taekwondo. Or bouldering. Oh, nice! So you are uh, practicing. Oh, we're oh, we're so sorry. My internet fried. Oh, good. It's all fine. It's all fine. What were we gonna say, Benny? <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so good. So good. It's okay. Take two. Take two. We're fine. Hmm. So I think the last thing I heard was Pilates. Yeah, she does Pilates and she did it for exercise. Uh, to get, to get. So the, the the one thing I wanted to ask before I got booted was with uh you being big into parkour uh is there like a specific city because cities in my head when I think about like perfect place for parkour is like anything in Rome or like uh uh Buenos Aires or like uh Rio de Janeiro like ha have you ever done any of those spots you are right on uh I have not been to any of them but yeah Rome Looks like it has really nice parkour spots. Yeah. Uh, England has a lot of really great parkour, parkour spots. Uh, Munich <laughs> in Germany. Uh, Singapore had a legendary maze, but they demolished it. But we're recreating Whoa. part of it in the parkour gym that my mom's building. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, absolutely. There are some places that are like parkour deserts where there's just nothing. <laughs> That is very fun to jump on. And there are some places that are extremely conducive to parkour training. Like, yeah, like a lot of Europe. A lot of uh, handicap-friendly architecture. Those are great walls yeah. to jump to and from. What makes a good parkour spot? Huh? What makes a good place to do parkour? Well, it depends how you train, right? Uh, I, I'll do the whole parkour free running distinction right now that's okay 
uh, free running was originally intended to be the English translation for the French word parkour. Mm -hmm. But over the years, the community has kind of designated the term free running to describe creative movement instead. So flipping and flipping, even reverse faults, anything that's technically non-efficient mm -hmm. uh, goes under the free running umbrella. We still use the terms free running and parkour interchangeably, but we tend to have a general understanding of the distinction between the two. And I like to look at it as a spectrum with parkour on one end and free running of the other. And parkour is A to B efficiently or as effectively as you can. Free running is A to B creatively. And so I would be more on the parkour end of that spectrum. Like I can do some basic flips, but I mostly just jump at stuff. And some people only really want to do flips all over the place and see what they can do with different obstacles and how they can connect them. So it depends on how you train. Like if you are more of a free runner, a place with a lot of descending platforms might be best. Like the, um, I forgot the name of the spot itself, but it's a big fountain structure in Seattle. Seems like it would be wonderful for someone who just wanted to flip around. If you're like me and you want to jump from walls to other walls, um, then a spot that has, yeah, that. I don't know, hip height walls, blocks, obstacles hmm. to put a line together to jump from one thing to another thing. Um, yeah, it, it depends on your preference. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, what's like the hardest stunt to do? Stunt? Yeah, like what's like the hardest one? I don't know. There's, there's a lot of things that go into the stunt umbrella. Like I said, there is uh, motorcycles, there's, you know, motorcycles, there's stunt driving, there's high falls, there's wrecks, there's martial arts, uh, there's tricking, and there's, you know, parkour. I think parkour is a valid uh, branch of the stunt tree now. So, I don't know, each, each of these different disciplines have high level skills. And I don't know if you can compare the different disciplines to each other. In terms of most dangerous, probably uh, motorcycle stunts, because uh, people die sometimes. <laughs> At Ooh. least a couple people have died that I know of. Oh, man. Uh, oh, wow. That I've heard of. I didn't know them personally. Okay. Do you do, do, you do motorcycle stuff? No way, Jose. <laughs> I'm <Ooh>. good. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Do you know how to ride a bike, though? Probably. I don't know. Oh. oh, I guess that's another. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. Like, I I couldn't imagine doing stunts with like motorcycles because those things are very powerful. Yeah, and the thing is, you're moving at a certain speed with no protection around you, and so that's that's the risk. That's the risk element. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh man! If something interrupts that speed, everything else is going to interrupt your body, and there's nothing in the way of that. Nope. <laughs> Well, not not enough in the way of that, given the speed. Mm. That's so that's so intense, <laughs> so cool and intense at the same time. What? Yeah. Who do you have a um favorite? Well, do you would do? All right, is there a movie that you would like to do stunts for? Like your. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Is there a movie that you would like to do stunts for? Movie that I would love to do stunts for. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would. I mean, obviously, I would love to work on more Marvel movies. I feel like I was just getting the hang of uh, being in wires mm -hmm. for Doctor Strange. And it was really fun. I would love to do more stuff like that. I would love to design more action sequences where the limits aren't the same when you're dealing with heroes that have superpowers that can take more damage and do more things. Right. It's really, really fun to be part of that process of designing action for that and uh, getting to perform it. I would love to do more hero stuff. Mm. Um, oh, and I would love to do creature work. I just want an excuse to quadruped. Like, I'm really fast on all fours. <laughs> I really want to do Oh, that my so God. <laughs> Dave, why isn't Max Reeve doing more of Planet of the Apes? That's dope. Oh, well, and, I also, and I also personally enjoy horror. I think I might have manifested American Horror Stories and what I'm doing now. Because mm. I love mm. horror. And I'm very happy to be, <laughs> hey, to be involved in it. Favorite horror movie? My favorite horror movie? I think my favorite horror movie is uh, um, is 
Shutter, the original one from Thailand, I think 2005. Whoa. Okay. That was, that was, that was a deep one. That was... <laughs> if, if you guys, if you guys have the opportunity to watch it, it is so good. And this one, this is one of my favorite movies, period. It's a comedy horror film. It's, it's more comedy than horror. It's The Final Girls. Wait. And I think that one's 2015. I see. Not Final Girl. The Final I... Girls. Movie. With an S. They got, they got, they got huh? some. Oh, I've seen that. Yes, I have. I've seen it. I've seen it. It is so great. I could watch that over and over again. <laughs> That before I said, that movie's that movie's good. It got some uh some heavy hitters in there. It was really good. That movie's good. So we got some familiar. Final Girls is good. Final Girl is good. It's Final Girl, right? Girls. No, girls with an S. No, absolutely uh, not. Final Girl. Yeah. Oh, Raven's in it. Um, Tessa Famigra, I think. Uh, she plays in American Horror Story sometimes. She was in the the Coven, the Coven one. Oh, Tessa Famigra is in it. And I think, oh, I, I just remember that. I don't remember that. Dang it. I have seen it. I, I have seen it, though. I, I have seen it. I know I've seen it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Now, now have you been seeing, like, a lot of horror movies lately in theaters, uh, uh, at least this year? Hello? No! Oh, I guess she left because of me. Cool. <laughs> No, why does Anchor hate us? Anchor hates us. Tevin, I think you hate me. Oh, hello. That's fast. I'm back. <laughs> oh, you go, Vinny. You're fine. Oh. No, uh, have you been watching like any horror movies like lately or recently in theaters, like at least this year? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. A lot of horror junkies don't like the insidious series i love the insidious movies and the conjuring okay um, five they're going on five now number five. Oh, really okay yeah. i don't think i've seen the last couple of ones grave encounters is really freaking good uh, it it follows oh, oh my favorite of all time classic that's a and, classic. and hereditary okay. hereditary oh. i can't say that i enjoyed watching it but it was really good <laughs> it got creepy at the end. Oh my god! It was very at the end, bro. At the whole thing. Oh my goodness! It's so disturbing. What the? No, no. Oh god! <laughs> the light pole. I cannot. Oh yeah. No one thought. No one saw that coming in the theater. No. Me and Tev were there. Oh my god! That freaked everybody out. We were like, oh yeah. That's... Like I can't say that I enjoyed watching it, but I know that it's a good. Movie. It's good. I don't care, but man. I felt things after that. I felt things. I was like, oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of weird, like, hidden, like, messages about, like, mental illness and other weird shit, too. I was, oh, my God. Yeah, I was doing yeah. a Change the game for sure. Also, I don't, also, I don't know if this counts, but obviously Stranger Things is a banger. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, it's 80, like, you know, sci-fi horror. Almost. It was definitely horror this season. This definitely was a uh, horror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, it was. Oh, my God. Loved it. <laughs> one more left. You got one more left. One more. I feel like you should be in that show, too. Since you were season five. I know a few people who did, uh, who did stunts for that. And, yeah, it looks wow. wonderful. You can be dressed up as Vecna. You can be Vecna. You can do some Vecna. <laughs> be dope. That'd be dope. I am not jealous of the guy who had to get in those prosthetics. Oh yeah, I forgot prosthetics. God, that, that's wild. Fine. <laughs> I don't know. I used to be like, put me in all the prosthetics, and I'm like, oh, my face will break out. <laughs> so have you have you done prosthetics now? Oh well, I my first jobs were actually working in uh, haunted houses. Oh. I worked in the haunted corn maze in Donna, and yeah, so I, I put prosthetics on myself. So yeah, now that I'm now that I'm older, I want to take care of my skin. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> say less, say less, say less. It's like, it's, okay. <laughs> so um, I know this is going to be completely like uh, off topic. So you're Dominican, correct? Yeah. Right. Um. So were you born in the island? Yeah, I was born in Santiago in the Dominican Santiago? Republic. Mm -hmm. So when did um you uh came over? I 
Are, are you a uh, U.S. citizen or a Canadian citizen? I'm a U.S. citizen. I'm only in Canada for this job. They couldn't okay. find another Latina stunt double that could do this okay. in all so of Toronto. Huh. <laughs> I'm only here for a couple months. But oh, yeah, you, my um, family, my family moved here? to New York when I was two. Mm. And mm. then they moved to South, South Texas, to the bottom of Texas, McAllen, oh, Texas, when I was eight. Mm. And that's where my family still is. Do you speak Spanish? Claro que sí. Yes, it's more or less, a little bit. Yes. Do Ah, sí. ¿Tú eres boricua? Sí. Okay. Yeah, I, because uh, I was, I was raised in the States. My parents were obviously born in the island, so, like, I kind of, I kind of got too much blended of uh, both cultures, so kind of took me a while to learn. Mm-hmm. But, like, now, like, coming here as, like, uh, like, was it difficult for you to try to get a job as a Latina woman, or no? Absolutely not. Not in this day and age. No, Maybe okay. back in the day, but in this day and age, brown people are a hot commodity. Especially oh, yeah. if you are ethnically yeah. ambiguous. I mean, because the thing is, I don't even know where my ancestors came from. Like, the Dominican <laughs> Republic was the first place that was colonized, and we just got fucked by everybody. Oh, yeah. It was so, like, like, I know yeah. my great-grandma's <laughs> black, my mom's family's Lebanese. My dad's family, my grandpa, he was a nomad. We don't know where the hell they came from. Oh, damn. So <laughs> you look you look at me and I'm just this like tan brown thing. <laughs> but, and yeah, I could, I could be a lot of things. That's very useful. Very true. <laughs> but I've been hired. I've been mostly hired to be a Latina. Um, yeah. Yeah. For stunts thus far, which is. No, I've doubled the Filipino woman. Well, they got colonized by the Spaniards. Same thing. I consider <laughs> them Latinos. <laughs> Filipinos are Spanish. I can tell you that. I, I just know yeah. that family members. Yeah. Yeah, they got colonized by the Spaniards. They are absolutely. We are cousins. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> but... yes. We're, we're all family. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, that's that's really cool. I like, like, your upbringings and how, and, and you know, the one thing I think that's really, like, a blessing for you is, like, the, the massive support that you have for your family. I think that's really good to hear. Oh, the, yeah, no, the, absolutely. No, it's, and, it's like, not the fact easy. that your mom is building a gym, that's awesome. Like, parkour gym, like, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's a multi-use sports facility that's going to okay. have a massive parkour gym. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's called Kiskeya. If, you, if you, anyone wants to check it out, you can go to kiskeyaathletics.com and that's spelled k-i-s-k-e-y-a athletics.com and that's the facility i actually just updated the website yesterday so hopefully it looks good (laughs) we're gonna learn we're gonna learn learn. parkour i'm down let's go hell yeah Mm -hmm. what's the first step the first step first step okay yeah all right, seven. You can do parkour. I know you're too big, but like I think but, you got it, bro. I think it's not impossible. Okay, I'm pretty. Right. Sure. No, nothing's impossible. Okay, I'm pretty. pretty, pretty sure I can do it. I can do. It. I can do it. Everyone, any, literally anyone can do parkour. See, Fact. and I mean that literally. Yes. Let's go. Yes. I I won't be. I'm, I got Spider-Man costume, so I'm already halfway there. So it's really yeah, you ready? Ooh. We're halfway there. Ready well, to start training. <laughs> Yes, ready to hit the streets. Hit the streets. That's what we got to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I saw you do like a lot of like things on TV. Well, I, well, I, I've like kind of noticed you now. Like, <laughs> so I, I, on the date on the show Dave, that that was you. Oh no, I was not on the show Dave. Wait, what? I did. Uh, <laughs> I pulled off Lil Dicky's. Uh, okay. Okay. Suit for a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's dope. Thank you. He's super funny. <laughs> he looks funny. Do you watch the show? No, I do not. No, but I've a- heard it's hilarious. He is hilarious, though. He's hilarious, though. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. It looks like the, the next big thing for you. Right now, the next big thing is what I'm working on right now. The okay. horror of Dolores Roach. And then the fun part about stunts is that you never know what the next thing is or when it's coming. Ooh. It could be a month from now. <laughs> It could be three things at once. It could be nothing for six months. It's fun. 
Aww. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it here. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't really ask stump people like what's what's next for you. You're like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know my schedule next week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Oh man. Yeah. I want to. Oh, thank you for talking to us. Then thank you. Oh man. No, thank you guys so much for having me. It was fun. Okay. All right. Well, I like, well, we asked like a little couple questions in the show, but do you have a question for us? I do not. I might think of one at this moment, but I might be too hungry to think right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've, been just been, I've just been doing chores all morning. <laughs> well, we use it in the show with what are you listening to? Can Music. I'm, so, uh, I'm sorry. Can you uh, repeat that? Uh, what music do you listen to? Oh, everything. I'm Literally, I've been collecting music. No. Hello. Tevin, what did you do, Tevin? What did you do, Tevin? Tevin! Ah, I hate you. I'm at Tevin. To, I'm going to learn to do this. Tevin Davis. It's fine. Tevin, Tevin Davis. It's okay. It's okay. I'm a little sad. Miss my dad. For the last question. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Every time. Every single time. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, I, so, I, yeah, I, I listen to everything. Oh, well, like, okay. What do you listen to, like, now? Like, what's, like, your playlist now? Like, your favorite? Oh, right now? I yeah. got uh, a Bangra song I really like. <laughs> Another Bollywood song. Oh, the song Burna Boy did with Ed Sheeran is so cool. I love Afro Ooh. pop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I sound like a snob, but, like, <laughs> No. Uh, Abel Chungo Musica, he's an African artist. I think his music is religious. I am really not, but his music is so good that I'm listening to it anyway. Hey. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, K-pop, hey. uh, anything, punk rock. One-Ock Rock is my favorite band from Japan. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm scrolling through my music right now. And obviously, uh, Dumbo and <laughs> reggaeton. <laughs> and Queen Herbie, absolutely love her. Her, she's cool. She's some jams. Yeah, Bad Sons, love that band. And yeah, yeah, it's just it's really all over the place. I love Tix. He's a Norwegian artist. <laughs> T I X. He's all wonderful. Over. All over. Okay, you got some got some good jams. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm, when I say I'm all over, I'm really all over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I don't understand, like, half the songs in my playlist, but it's fine. I don't need to. Okay, okay, okay. Buddy, what do you, you listen to, Ben? Uh, basically, I've been big on the Doors lately. I've been on my Doors jam, and uh, a little bit of, obviously, Presley, since we watched the movie. So I've been in this weird oh, hell yes. 60s, 70s groove a lot lately. Yes. So, what um, about you? Spice Girls of a Jam right now. Uh, the Rolling Stones. Carly Rae Jepsen. Listen to Carly Rae Jepsen, please. Okay. Love that. Please. I, oh, I also am obsessed with Ash Nico. Do it. Yes. <laughs> I like her song. She did remix the uh, Skater Boy. It's pretty cool. Oh my goodness! Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so good. And I appreciate that. Yep. Someone described her music as making them feel like they wanted to bring a mattress to a pillow fight. And that's, <laughs> I think the best way you could describe it. That's dope. I can see that. I can see it. I can see that. I can see it. Mm -hmm. Her music does it hard. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. But do you have for us, yay or nay? I'm sorry? Oh, do you have a question for us? That's, that's the last question. Oh, no. Just... Tell me what your in email me your Instagrams so I can follow you guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Awesome. Damn, that's wild. Oh shit. <laughs> Not okay. at all. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine, everybody. Fine. We're, We're fine. We're good. We're good. <laughs> all right. So thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. You can come on anytime you want to talk about anything. You want to promote anything. If you just want to say hi to your mom, to your dad, whatever, how you doing? <laughs> Whatever you want to do, we'll do it. We'll help you. We are forever indebted into you. So if you need help. No, not at all. Oh, thank you guys so much. 
eat. Okay, we no, got. We appreciate you so much. Okay, yes, we appreciate you so much. I was terrified to email you. I was like, man, no I... way, that's crazy. Cool, but we're gonna be fine. <laughs> Just do a lie, okay? If I die, I die. That's what happened. That's my motto, okay? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Do you have anything? Uh, tell people where they can find you. Yeah, I'm pretty much Lorena Parkour on everything. Got you. Go. Follow her. Tell you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. Thank you so much. Don't forget to email me. You guys too. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.